Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Small Business Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Madison Page, and I help you learn how to stand out and sell out online by building a ride-or-die obsessed online community around your brand, but we learn in a fun, conversational type of way. Today, I'm not going to lie, I know I said this in the last episode, I'm batching a bunch of podcasts today, but it's 105 degrees outside, your girl is sweating, your girl is delirious, and if you don't know, I live out of a mini school bus, and so it's hot. Your girl is hot and toasty, I have a fan going on in the background, if you hear some noise, I have my doors open, if you hear some other noise in my bus, because I think I might actually pass out if everything was closed up and quiet. So we're rolling with it. We're having a good day and I'm here to teach you the, how many do we have here? The seven mindset, um, mindset shifts or mindset, um, beliefs that my most successful clients have. Like I said, guys, I'm a little delirious today. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm hot. I've been chugging some water, but we're trying to stay, stay focused on the task at hand. But I thought this was a really good topic to talk about because Truly, I see these these shifts, like these things that people really attach to that really make them successful. I've worked with high-level entrepreneurs. I've worked with some people that are very successful in their, in their industry, some industry-leading community owners, um, some large-scale businesses. And when I look at my most successful CEOs, business owners, entrepreneurs, mompreneurs, whatever you might be, these are the mindsets that they have that I feel like really make a big difference in their day to day and really make a big difference in how they show up for their business with their business and what that all looks like. And I want to bring that to you because I also see this in people that don't have some of these that they tend to struggle in certain areas because of this mindset shift. I will say it forever that starting a business is one of the biggest personal growth journeys that you can ever go on. Starting a business really can bring forward a lot of negative beliefs that you have about around yourself and around your business as a whole. And honestly, I'm already thinking of more that I could add to my list. You know me. <laughs> I'm here. I have my list. I have like what I want to share with you. And then I always end up creating way more to the list. As I said that, I was like, ooh. That's another good one, but we're going to stick with the list for now. We'll see what I keep coming up with. Um, so we're going to talk about these seven mindsets that people have that I feel like are really attribute to people's successes. I've worked with really bright minds. I've worked with some of the industry leading people, and these are consistencies that I see really often. I see it with my friends that also own businesses. My friends that have these mindsets um, also tend to do better. Now, this isn't the end all be all. This isn't that if you don't have these mindsets or that you have to grow into it or that these negative beliefs are things that really shape your brain that you can't be successful in business. It's just something to think about. And a lot of my programs, especially like my programs to get you to consistent sales, a lot of those clients are people that I have to talk to that spend a lot more time on the mindset stuff because a lot of times your mindset does get in the way of this. Your mindset absolutely does dampen how you show up, what you're able to get done, how you're able to do it. And from a self-made business owner, six-figure business owner, multi-whatever, multi-six-figure business owner, whatever that accolade is that I can give myself, I feel like these are things that have really helped me have the business that I have as well. 
that really helped me continue to expand on my business. Literally, I have so many, so many coming to mind already. I think I might, might need to add, um, add some more to the list because your girl is already having more come to mind. However, we're going to start with the list. We have seven of them here. I'm sure it'll end up being <laughs> nine, 10, 11, who the heck knows, but I want to really explain this to you that this doesn't mean that you can't be successful if this isn't something that you feel right now it's something to keep aware of of your surroundings because especially like in ptp when i'm trying to get people to consistent sales these are things that i'm telling them all the time and that i feel like is a big barrier to their success and it's just in their mind they might have the strategy there um but that doesn't mean that it is actually something that um it doesn't mean that it's actually going to work for them if they're coming forward with these beliefs happening. All right. I'm feeling my sense of heat exhaustion in my brain, but you know what? We're going to keep pushing through. So if I'm a little scatterbrained, that's why we're going to take a sip of water. All right, let's get going. It's hot. Number one is there's nothing they can't accomplish. And honestly, this is something that I feel like I have had, I don't know what my parents did as a child. I don't know what it is that they instilled this belief in me, but I really don't feel like there's anything out there that if I put my mind to it, that I couldn't do. And this is something that I see with my clients as well. And I'm so grateful that I have that belief because I know a lot of people out there are like, yeah, no, absolutely not. But there's nothing that if I really wanted to put my mind to it, do some hard work at it that I couldn't do. I mean, I am not artistic. I am not musical. I am not those things. However, I feel like even on the things that I feel like I'm terrible at, like drawing, I could be better at it if I just put my mind to it. I couldn't accomplish it. And this leads to that confidence that you have in yourself. It's how you show up. There's very little out there. I know that I'm bad at things. I'm absolutely, I'm bad at a lot of things out there, but it doesn't mean that if I think that I actually wanted to get better at it, that I couldn't. And I feel like this is how I was able to build my bus out. I didn't know how to build anything. I didn't know how to literally wire an entire electrical system into a vehicle to that runs off of my engine. Like, what are you kidding me? But I could accomplish it because I put my mind to it. I did the research and I figured it out. And if you can do that as well, this is something that I hear with a lot of my clients is they have a relentless confidence in themselves. And this is something that I build with a lot of my clients. This is something that I hear very often that they learn inside of my programs is this level of confidence. Why? Because they feel like they actually have the strategy in order to get it done. They feel like they actually understand what it is to mean that they can accomplish these things because they have the strategy to do so. A lot of times you aren't confident in what you're doing because you just don't know how to do it and you feel like it's impossible. You've been trying and it's not working, so your confidence is tanked. But if you know that that just means that there's something out there that you're missing, that it doesn't impact your own personal life, that's another one I could add, um, it doesn't impact your own personal image, then you're able to, to really attach to it. And so something that I see a lot of my successful clients have is they have this relentless confidence that they feel like they can do whatever they put their, their mind to. And we get a little bit more strategic than that one. That one's a little bit on the baseline of them. The next one is that Google is their best friend. Some of my clients that see the biggest results are the clients that I'm telling them what to adjust. And by the time our call is done, they've like already, already made the changes on their website. They've already Googled how to do it. They found this and they found that. Something I have a lot of people is they ask questions where they're like, 
Maddie, like, where do I find an app on Shopify that does this? Or how do I do X, Y, and Z? How do I do this? How do I do that? And that's great. And I'm happy to answer it. However, that resourcefulness is so key in business. There are so many things that I have Googled that I would have never known if Google wasn't a thing. Google is your best friend. AI is your best friend. You're able to utilize these resources that we have if you can find the resourcefulness in what you're doing in order to support you in your journey. It's going to make it so much easier. We have so many questions and there's a lot of questions out there that people ask that you can Google. You can Google a lot of things. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't need me. That doesn't mean that there isn't still... Um, there isn't still a lot to be said about someone like really getting their, their eyes on your business directly. But this does mean that you are able to be resourceful and fill in the gaps of what's in here. Resourcefulness is so big. And they're saying that resourcefulness is going to be one of the major things that will allow for you to continue to expand with the rise of AI the people that will get left behind are the people that are not resourceful because they, you can, with the internet now, with AI, with Google, you can find so much information. You can see so much of what's going on and you can let the internet help you. You can let technology assist you so much so that if you don't have that resourcefulness trait or the mindset belief that you can be resourceful and find this information, then you will get left behind because the people that are utilizing AI and Google will continue to expand because there's truly no information that you, maybe not no information, but there's little information that you can't find online. And then of course, there's always people like myself to come and find actual strategic gaps because AI can't give you all of the strategy. They can't, they, they're not creative yet. They're not coming up with unique ideas, but what they can do is SEO. They can help you and they can help you code. They can help you do so much on your website and your emails and answering those technology questions. The third one is, is done is better than perfect. The clients that I see really get stuck are the clients that really hold themselves back in the, in the department of perfectionism. When they feel like they have everything in order for them to put it out there, it has to be to a T where instead, if you understand the strategy and you're putting it out there, that you understand that there is a time that nothing will ever actually be perfect. If you are so stuck on perfectionism that you are not putting content out there, Sometimes it's better to get the messaging out there than for you to scrutinize every single detail. Now, this doesn't mean that I want you to not worry about the, the, like, the overall anything and just put like shitty content out there. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you need to understand when there's a time that you have overanalyzed what you're trying to do and it's okay for it not to be absolutely perfect. Especially if you have perfectionist tendencies, which I know a lot of business owners have, then that means that we, you have to be able to identify when it's time to just put it out there, when you are being a perfectionist. Because perfectionism is not worth it if you're never actually putting things out there. My clients that see the, have the biggest results and see like are the most successful are the clients that understand what they're putting out there isn't perfect, but everything can always be improved and having something is better than having absolutely nothing. Now, again, this doesn't mean just putting 
like lackadaisical content out there and this doesn't like quality is still better than quantity but this means you need to identify when you have overanalyzed it and when it's pretty dang good and that's good enough and that you can put it out there whether that is an instagram story or a feed post like starting messy when you're starting your business is good it doesn't have to be perfect there's plenty of businesses out there that are not perfect. There's plenty of businesses out there that were started by somebody in their home just putting stuff out there and it and it keeps working for you. The clients that tend to fall behind because they feel like their home isn't good enough. They feel like their there's their photos aren't good enough. They feel like it's not perfect enough in order to put out there. So they just end up doing absolutely nothing. Those are the people I'm talking to here. You have to understand in order to be a successful business owner that sometimes done is better than perfect. Why? Because we need to get things out there, especially when you're doing this by yourself. If you have a team, I hope that team is pretty dang close to perfect. However, even when you do hire somebody and something I hear so often is they just aren't doing it the way that I want to be doing it. But wasn't it something that you didn't have to do and maybe done is better than perfect the way that you would want it to be done. And so sometimes we have to release that control that maybe even like perfect just isn't attainable in your own brain. Maybe that isn't even something that you feel like you can do. So why are you not putting marketing out there? You're holding yourself back because you're hoping for the day that that this perfect that doesn't exist to come and for it to be there. Maybe you don't have the skills yet to have perfect graphics that you're super excited about, but they're never going to get there unless you put it out there and keep building. So sometimes done is better than perfect. Next is that visuals are still very important. And this is just plain science and strategy. My clients that focus more on the visual elements of things and actually taking quality photo shoots and having these, like going out and taking full photos, having their friends come, taking good photos, um, or having like a little mini studio in their house or that they're not afraid to be in their house that they feel like isn't super aesthetic and they're still they're creating the scene that they need they're putting the time into the visuals they actually become more successful because 90% of people are visually motivated. So if you are just kicking the graphics to the curb, if you are lackadaisically putting things together on Instagram stories, or your text is really hard to read, or you're way over giving information in the text form and that your visuals just aren't there or that you don't have a very solid visual element or aesthetic behind your brand, 90% of people are still visual. My clients, my friends, everybody that are that is still the most successful are people that see the value in these visuals. Now, this doesn't mean that you need to have a perfect feed. That does not mean that my, that my clients don't have perfect feeds, but they do look at the visuals and how it makes people feel. Your visuals build emotion, and that emotion is one of the most important assets that your business can have. How do you make people feel around your brand? That is what we're looking for. The visuals still are a big importance for social media. There is a big push away from a perfectly curated feed if you're a personal brand, but in my opinion and my strategic outlook, I see that people that are still looking at those visuals still far succeeding people that aren't. Next is 
Um, they take strategy, they take examples, they take imitation, and they make it their own. When I tell them do X, Y, and Z, they do X, Y, and Z, but they add their own little flair to it. They see this business out there that they really love and how they're doing it. They don't copy what they're doing, they make it their own. They find the strategy behind it and they actually create their own, their, make it their own in some way. They add that uniqueness to it. And what I see a lot of people doing is a lot of times they're like, oh, I just like don't have that many ideas. They're like, I'm screenshotting her stories all the time and I'm putting it out there so, so hopefully it works for me too. Or, oh, I saw this other girl do this thing and I want to do it too. But my clients that are the most successful literally have unfollowed everybody in their own industry and they do their own dang thing. You can take inspiration from somebody but there's a difference between taking inspiration and imitating. We're not trying to imitate other people. We're taking inspiration from what they're doing and making it their own because you see that that uniqueness makes you stand out. I see when my clients are just doing what everybody else is doing or that they copy some other business owner that that's out there because they're still a step behind. And everybody that's copying you, and if you're copying, you still will always be that step behind. But if you make it your own and you make it unique and you, you are more so thinking on your own feet, coming up with your own content ideas without looking at these other people, you will stand out more because it's going to be something that people have not seen before. So take the strategy and make it your own. You can see some of every mindset that I have here is a trait that these people have developed. We had confidence. We had resourcefulness. We had perfectionism just like isn't worth it. We have that they're strategic. We have that they're, that they're focused on uniqueness in what they're doing, authenticity in what they're doing. Next is that there's always a gap to be filled and that's okay. It's okay to know that what you're doing isn't perfect. It's okay to know that you can put something out there and it's not perfect. Again, going back to that done is better than perfect, but it's a way for you to test it and to see it. They've built this curiosity around everything that they do is a test. Everything that they do is them being curious. Okay, I'm gonna try it this way. And even if it flops, it's not a big deal. I will know that that didn't work or that I'll have to tweak it. Maybe if I try this and maybe that would work really well, or maybe I need to bring somebody in and fill these gaps. These are my clients that I see, is that they, they see there is always a gap to be filled in what they're doing. That when something is missing, it means that there's a gap and that's okay, that there's nothing wrong with them, but it means that they need to be curious and that they need to find the strategy to see how they can make that change. Next is that time is more important than money when you're starting. If something saves them time, it's worth the money. And the clients that come into my DMs and they're like, Maddie, I know that I might be able to figure this out, but I also know that you could teach me in three months to start off on the right foot and to start my business with success. And to me, that means enough to me, was wondering if you would help me now. Saying, you know what, Maddie, I might be able to wait a little bit and do this the next round, but... I know that if it's going to save me time and frustration and I could be at my goals in X, Y, and Z days instead, I see the value there. And I see that that is what, I see that I could do that now. And if it saves me time, it's worth the money. It's worth the investment. They see that time is their biggest asset. So many of you come to me and they're like, Maddie, how do you manage your time? 
I am my your calendars are so full your schedules are so full maybe if you if you're a mom on the side and you have a full-time job and you're also trying to build this business I commend you but oh my gosh is your schedule full and so if something saves them time they see that it's worth the money it saves them time in learning how to figure out the strategy it's worth it hiring somebody to do it instead of them having to do something that doesn't involve them is worth it it is worth it to successful people to outsource something if it saves them time and whether that is me coming in and auditing their socials or me teaching them a strategy or that's hiring somebody or having somebody else make their website because it's going to be better than them the clients that are the most successful and my friends that are the most successful are willing to invest in something that's going to help them there's nothing that you can't accomplish Google AI technology is your best friend done is better than perfect day after day visuals build emotion and they are still very important take the strategy that you see out there learn and and find inspiration in people but still always make it your own there is always a gap to be filled and look at things with curiosity literally think that your business is always a test is always you a B testing something there is more time than money it time is more important than money to start if it saves you time it's worth the money some of the other ones that came to mind while I was talking about these these were the major ones that popped up but as I was talking was one is that your business is separate from yourself they've learned and tried to really separate their business success from their own personal worth because this is something that's super dangerous because if something doesn't work then all of a sudden it's something that it, it attacks your own personal worth if you attach your own personal success to your business's success your own personal worth your own confidence how you see yourself to your business success you're setting yourself up for failure because you're not allowing yourself to think of everything in your business as a test like i said already you're not allowing yourself to see oh just being curious why didn't that work i've had failed launches i've had failed things in my business and instead of being upset about it i'm like hmm what is this telling me what does this mean strategically that I need to change? Because everything you do in your business is a skill set. So if something doesn't work, it's because something that you needed didn't happen. So now it's just, again, going back to that, there's always a gap to be filled. There is always a gap to be filled. You just need to make sure that it is a gap and that you're not taking this as a personal attack. When something goes wrong in your business, it's not a personal attack. Somebody says no, an influencer says no, that's not a personal attack. A wholesaler stops working with you, that's not a personal attack. It's a reason for you to learn how to grow in the future. The last one that I'm going to say, I could go on and on. I keep thinking of more as we keep going. But pricing is not the reason that people are not buying. There's a reason that people will spend $15,000 on a purse. There's a reason that people spend $1,000 on a pair of shoes. There's a reason that people like to spend more money on something. That doesn't mean that if you decrease your pro your products, your pricing, if you lower your prices, that doesn't mean people will buy. Honestly, it's the contrary. A lot of times, if people aren't buying from you, it's a marketing problem. It's not a pricing problem. I have clients that sell earrings from $7 up to $7,000 for a pair of earrings. And it's, the, it's all in the strategy behind what you're doing. 
it doesn't mean that if you sold your earrings for $5 as opposed to 7 that more people will buy them. Your issue is not a pricing issue. People will buy whatever you are selling as long as you can have the marketing that lines up to it. So those are some of the mindsets that my most successful friends and clients have inside of their business. I've worked with industry leaders. I've worked with people that are very high level business owners. And these are things that I've seen as consistencies. I've seen that confidence, the resourcefulness, the perfectionism that they kick to the curb. I've seen how they see everything with strategy, that they see the visuals, they take time for the details, but they don't lean into the perfectionism that they have, that they see everything as a test and it's not a personal attack, that they see that there's always a gap to be filled. How can we make it better? How can we improve? How can we do this? And that it's, if it saves them time, it's worth the money. These are things that I see as consistencies in successful people and I wanted to share them with you so you can try to identify when your negative beliefs around these same mindsets are popping up in your business because that's so important. In my programs like Product to Profit, I work so much on people's mindset when they're like they're feeling certain ways or they have negative beliefs. You have to rewire those in your brain because a lot of times, especially in starting your business, there is a mindset shift that needs to happen with some of your things. Sometimes you are holding yourself back. You thinking that you need the lowest price possible or that you need to be affordable is holding you back from actually putting your products out there. Affordability does not always mean sold out. And I have tons of clients that can tell you that. I have clients that have doubled their prices and they actually sell way more because people don't see it as affordable anymore. They actually see the value in it. So there's a lot out there that you can accomplish with a mindset shift because you show up in a different way when you feel these things. You show up in a different way when you feel like there's nothing that you can't accomplish and that it's not a personal attack that your business isn't working. It just tells you that there's a gap in what you have to offer. When something negative happens in my business, it's not even a negative. I flip it to, and I always heard this. This is funny that I'm saying this, that like my brain went to here because full circle moment is I remember when like successful business owners, when I was starting would say this is they're like, honestly, I don't see anything as a negative in business because it just tells me that there's a gap somewhere. And I fully wholeheartedly feel that. And I don't know when that came to be because I didn't always feel that way. I didn't always feel that way in my business, but now I'm so confident in what I'm doing that I'm not worried. I'm not worried that this is a me thing. I'm more, I'm just like, well, it's just something I don't know I, that I need to adjust, that I need to tweak. It's a, it's a thank you to, oh my goodness, I now know that I need to do X, Y, and Z instead. So looking at your mindset, you have to look at your mindset, especially when you're starting your business, when you're scaling your business, everything, there's different mindset blocks that are keeping you where you are. And these are some consistencies that I see a lot of my clients have and that are successful. Okay. So I hope that you enjoyed this. This is a little different than usual. It wasn't as like, you know, strategic, but I do think that mindset is a strategic effort. Looking at your mindset and making sure that you're constantly calling yourself out when you have a negative mindset around what you're doing, because mindset shifts make a major difference. Around here, I'm looking for resourceful people. I love working with resourceful people. I love working with people that have this confidence. I understand not everybody does, but I love doing it because I know that they will see better results from what we're doing. 
So I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that this brings to light some of your own kind of your negative self-beliefs that you have, because these are things that you can feel right now. You just have to believe them. You have to believe them and start living them out. I love you. I'm rooting for you and I'm in your corner. Always come hang out with me on Instagram at this is Madison page. And I would love to chat with you about this. If you are looking for support, Product to Profit is starting in September. That is my signature program to get you to natural, dreamy, consistent sales and a ride or die online community. We work really heavily with mindset shifts um, and making you the successful version of yourself. Basically, you come out of it a completely a brand new business owner and that's my favorite part. It's a full business and business owner glow up. If you're interested in that, come hang out with me on Instagram at this is Madison Page and you can send me a DM um, and we will chat about options. We're starting in September. So if you're listening to this, head on over there. Um, Yeah, that's today's episode. I love you. I'm rooting for you and I'm in your corner always.